When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another thing I'm discovering lately I'm a bit crazy for my rugby league team Now the stage is set for the best season yet you'll see And you will hear me every week when I That's my team, and uh, this man, you need him on your team. You need this man on your team if you're going to have a little flutter and, uh, we do say, gamble responsibly. Beforeyoubet.com.au. Beforeyoubet.com.au. That's the website you can go to. And uh, the Prophets Guru, he puts some very good stuff on there. He joins us on most uh, NRL match days on a Sunday, and he's been kind enough to, uh, to join us tonight. How are you, Guru? Yeah, I'm well. Thanks, Chris, mate. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure, mate. Um, now, I don't know if I've asked you this before. I think I have asked you this before. Your team is? Oh, I don't put that Okay, out no, there that's right. I, yeah. I have asked you before. And you've played <laughs> you have, yeah. straight, straight bat, straight bat. No, of course, and that's, that's why. As in your uh, field, what you do, uh, you've got to be objective across all things. All right. Um, all right, so I won't ask you that. What era? What era? Oh, yeah. how, uh, how old are you, Guru? I reckon you're in your forties. No, I'm younger, mate. I'm in my thirties. Yeah, righto, thirties. Okay. Um, were you watching the game in the eighties then? Oh, hang on. No, no, you weren't. Oh, well, geez, I'm going down a dead end here. We're going. <laughs> we're throwing it out to our listeners. Who are your favourite players from the eighties? Some favourite players from the eighties, and obviously, you know, my Parramatta background is, is all the eels, but there's some great players out there. We're going to hear from, um, he's more 90s player. A bit later on in the show, Rod Wishart, he spoke to uh, Joel and Fletch on Drive this afternoon. Righto, I digress. Okay, I um, got nowhere, did I, going down those two avenues. Let's go down to third. <laughs> Let's go down to third avenue, and this is where you can really excel, Guru, because this is your bread and butter stuff. So um, that's my team. We've got eight teams left. Week one of the finals, it all kicks off in less than 24 hours. Manly against Melbourne. We know that Manly, they troubled the storm, didn't they, not so long ago. I think they were leading at one stage by two or four points, maybe even six points. But the storm came over the top of Manly and uh, and got, got the chocolates. That was their only meeting this year. The Storm beat Manly 28-18. That was at Suncorp in round 21. Four tries to three. Yeah, and it was uh, it was eight all at half time. Some people and a lot of people are saying it's as simple as this. You stop Turbo, you stop the Sea Eagles. But sometimes that's easier said than done. 
Yeah, that, that's a that's a very good point. Look, the the form of Turbo this year has been unbelievable. Um, he's he's played 15 games and he's he's the favourite to win the Daily M. So that tells you everything you need to know about him. I, I'm really looking forward probably to this match most of all this weekend. Um, and the Storm head in as strong favourites. And we we spoke on Sunday, and the one thing I said was I, I probably had the Eels as maybe the upset uh, coming into this week. And the the longer the week's gone on, the probably the further I've moved away from that point. And there's a couple of reasons to that. The Storm have won eight out of the past ten against the Seagulls, including that victory this year. Their average win margin is 15.9 points. And the, the counter-argument to the whole Tom Turbo thing is the Storm would have done their homework. They they would know how to counteract him, um, how to take him out of the game. And I don't think you can take a, a quality player like Tom Trebojevic out of a game. Uh, I think you just limit his effectiveness. And he, he will then rely on the players around him. So a case for the Seagulls, though, in that round 21 fixture. They just had a 67% completion rate. They average fewer metres and fewer post-contact metres along with 12 errors. So if they improve on that and they get more possession then they're a chance. So I'm still leaning towards the storm but I do have questions about the Seagulls defence. They've allowed teams like the Tigers, Titans, Dragons, Bulldogs and Raiders to all score 18 or more points. So I'm going to go with the storm to win but by 1-12 to 12 at 280. 1 to 12 at 280 storm for you. All right, I'll just throw my little uh, piece into the mix there as well. I have tipped Manly. Cameron Munster will play, but he won't be at, at 100%, okay? He'll be close to 100%, but he, he's not trained all week, really. He trained today. Um, didn't go through the full session, I don't think. And, you know, you take the Fox out of that team, it, it's a fair bit of strike. It is a fair bit of strike taken out of that team. So that is why I am edging slightly even more towards the Sea Eagles. Um, there's been a scratching too. Uh, Lockie and Croker, uh, Manly Hook has been ruled out too. He pulled up with a, a stiff lower back. So um, he won't be playing. And, and Siren, Curtis Siren will come onto the bench. Righto, we move on. Uh, the Guru, this is the Prophets Guru. And you can see or read all this information at beforeyoubet.com.au. Roosters and the Titans, that's the first game on Saturday, 5.40 kickoff in Townsville. Doubleheader up there. Uh, we know that Jared Warrior Hargreaves is back from a knee injury. Victor Radley is back also uh, from suspension, isn't he? Uh, or is that injury? No, it's, it's suspension, isn't it, for Radley? Yeah. So um, you know, even though they've got half of their crew uh, ruled out through injury, suspensions, retirements, they're still a very good-looking team, the Roosters. And they keep battling on. Uh, how do you see this one? Yeah, look, I'm with the Roosters here. That you, you're, everything you said there was spot on. There, they're a strong team. They're a tough side. I think the Titans were very lucky to make the finals. Um, not only did they have to rely on two results to go their way, they then had to perform mm. well against the Warriors, which they did. So credit to them. But they've just got one win against the Roosters in the past ten meeting. Uh, the Roosters won their match this year against the Titans, 35-34. But that was at Seabus Super Stadium, and the Titans grow a leg when they play at that ground. Their, their points average was well above 30. The the one thing we've said all year in the competition is there's the top six sides, and you can maybe even take Parramatta out of that, and then there's the rest of the competition. So the Titans don't fall into the top six sides for the year. I can't go past the Roosters, and I think for the Titans to win, they're going to need a near-faultless display, and they're going to have to require the Roosters 
to be off their best. The other stat which sticks out in this game is that the Titans are in the bottom three for kick return metres, and the Roosters have a really good kicking game. So I think they're actually going to kick deep, pressure them, and make the Titans work out of their own end. I've uh, I've got the Roosters covering the line, which is at 11.5 here. Good stuff, isn't it? See, I told you this guy knows. He's, I can see the mad Russians over in the studio here, um, Guru. He's nodding his head with everything you're saying there. He knows his stuff. That's why we've got him on, right? He's the guru. He's the prophet's guru, right? It's good stuff. I will add to that as well. Not add to it, but you, you say the Titans, they, they grew a leg at Seabus Super Stadium. Mate, they grew 16 bionic legs. They were down 30 points to four. Can you remember? And they, they stopped home with five unanswered tries. And uh, Sammy Walker kicked that winning field goal. That was, uh, I can't remember what round that was. Anyway, earlier this season, earlier this season. All right, um, yeah, Roosters there for me as well. Um, And you talk about a a few teams maybe shouldn't be in the finals because they lost more games than they won, and uh, that obviously is the case with the Gold Coast Titans. Panthers v Rabbitohs. Does anyone give South Sydney any chance at all minus Latrell Mitchell? Still a very good-looking team they've got. Yeah, that's a very good point. I'd give them a chance, but it's a very minimal one. Um, the the Rabbitohs have got that. Look, they suffered the round 11, 56 to 12 demolition. They started the round 23 match leading 12 nil, and then conceded 25 unanswered points. And there were a few factors in that game that you know were of concern. But the fact was that the Rabbitohs switched off, and they still did parts of that game wrong. The one thing which sticks out to me in the last seven meetings. Between the Rabbitohs and Panthers, the Rabbitohs have only scored over 20 points just once. And the last one was back in round 7, 2019. What the Panthers do to the Rabbitohs is they counteract their attacking weapons and then they hit them on the edges. Now, Latrell Mitchell in the side and the Rabbitohs couldn't defeat the Panthers in round 23. I think it's that their their chances have just you know narrowed down further. So... Their only chance of winning, if the two packs bail it out, probably not. They need to limit Nathan Cleary with the ball and then get up on the outside of Luai and cut him down. But then again, teams have done that to Cleary all year. And his kicking game, his long kicking game, is absolutely phenomenal. He just absolutely grinds teams down. And then when the Panthers are presented with an opportunity, they take it. I don't think it'll be as one-sided as the other two games in, in terms of the margin. So actually I've got the Panthers 1-12 to 12 at 290, and I do give the Rabbitohs a slight chance, but I think the Panthers are in the box seat going forward to win the competition. Mm. Again, he's over here nodding his head at everything you're saying. He's agreeing with you. Um, I, I reckon they need a couple of things to happen, South Sydney. Uh, young Blake Taff, if he's going to start at fullback, they need him to have a good night's sleep, right? He can't be having nightmares about these... Uh, Nathan Cleary torpedo bombs, all right? He's going to have a good night's sleep. The other thing they need to happen is for Nathan Cleary not to sleep a wink, suffering food poison all night, and barely gets out of his bed and rocks up to the game, all right, feeling sick as a dog. I think they're the only two things that can maybe help South Sydney. Could be wrong. Could be wrong. Let's move on. Let's move on. Parramatta and Newcastle. Um, Newcastle, another team that are in there, they... Lost more games than they won. The Eels, they had a great start to the season. They started through the end. But keep in mind, they they beat Melbourne Storm a couple of weeks back, didn't they? Uh, Blue and Gold's come out on top in this one. Yeah, look, that's the way I've got it going. And I, I made the, the point earlier about the top six sides and maybe remove Parramatta somewhat from that. 
Mm. Um, they are, in my opinion, the sixth side, and that's where they're finished on the ladder. But they, they are still quite a well-rounded team. And one thing they've done quite well throughout this, this season is they've beaten up on teams below them on the ladder. Um, they, they pummeled the Knights in round 13, 40 to 4. Mm. And they were just on top of them for that entire match. Now, there's a few, there's a few red flags for me with the Knights. They have a worse points difference than teams 8 through to 11th on the ladder. Yeah. And even worse is that their attack is the second worst in the competition, only slightly ahead of the Bulldogs. So they average 17.8 points per game, whereas the Eels average 23.6 points per game. Mm. And the Eels actually have quite a strong defence. So, I, look, I, I hold a lot of concerns about the Knights in this game. I think the Eels can cover the line at 7.5, and, and not too much value in that, but it's, it's probably the safer, the safer of the options. But, look, there's also the other side of things. Newcastle have the capability of Ponga and Bess to really turn it on and perform well, but... It, they haven't been able to do that in the last, you know, seven weeks. And that's even when they've been winning, they haven't been scoring a lot of points. So I don't know if everything just all of a sudden changes here and the, and the um, sorry, the Eels' defensive structure dissipates. I, I still think they're a strong enough unit to counteract what the Knights throw at them. Yeah, I agree with you. And I, and I think, you know, they've just got to bottle that enthusiasm and that attitude they had a few weeks ago when they beat Melbourne Storm, you know. And that was all into the defence. You could see it from the opening exchanges that they were right up for that match. My concern with them, are they missing some points? We know Mike Acevo hasn't played for a couple of weeks now. But the other one, they've got no hooker. And that could really be a problem, you know. Um, Reed yeah. Marnie, obviously not there. But Joey Lussick's out with a calf strain, so... I don't know if Will Smith will um, start at hooker, but they reckon Ray Stone, well, he's been named to, to start there, but he's not a hooker, really. So that could be a problem. Yeah, that, it's it's it almost works into the defence mm. uh, mindset. He'll yeah. be a stronger body in the middle, but he does limit what they do in attack. Now, if you bring Will Smith off the bench, once the, the initial 20 minutes is, is out of it, then he can maybe open mm. up the game a little bit more. But we spoke about kicking games before, and... Mitchell Moses does cough a lot of flack, but one thing he does very well in his game is he kicks well yeah. and kicks long like Cleary. So if you want someone in your team, if, you, if you're not having a hooker to you know, kick the ball long and pressure a team in defence, well, Mitchell Moses is that fit for the, for the Eels in this game. And we know what wins games at the pointy end of the season, don't we? It's, it's all about defence, isn't it? So the, uh, Brad might be just thinking, look, you know, we're not going to need to score a stack of points to win this one. Let's just strangle these guys out, out, out of out of the game with rock-solid um, defence. Maybe that's the way they're going. All right, mate. Um, okay, I think you've already answered this question. Um, who wins it then? Who wins the big one? Oh, the Eels. Oh, uh, uh, overall, I've, I've got, the, I've got the, uh, the Panthers on top at this stage, and I'm just I'm not sold on who makes up the numbers. There's something about the Storm I'm still unconvinced, um, mm. unconvinced about, um, and whether that is the Seagulls. But if the Seagulls lose on Friday, they move to the same side as as the Panthers on the draw. So that kind of rules that out there. Hang on. So if Manly lose to Melbourne tomorrow, don't they then play the winner of the Roosters Titans or have I got it around the wrong way? No, that's, that's, that's right. That's yes, that is if, right. If they were to win, mm-hmm. they'd have to go through to the Panthers to make the grand final. Correct. Correct. All right, mate. Um, we'll, uh, we'll chat maybe again on Sunday, if not again in this same slot next week, cause we're here again, guru. So, um, if you don't mind, we'd love to have you on again because as uh, my producer is over there nodding his head, he, he loves you. 
Don't you, bad Russian? <laughs> I hey? found him. So, oh, did you? Well, no, I didn't find him. He's <laughs> doing did. good work already. You unearthed this this gem. I dragged him in, and then I left you on the Sunday show. Yeah. And I left you. With you took off me and the guru. The best, me and the, the guru. Me and the guru. Yeah. We've oh. been we've been together on a Sunday, just carrying the ship. Mm, that's I know. <laughs> I've been listening. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Guru. Just pumping up your tyres, mate, but always good to chat. Yeah. Thanks, Phil. Thanks for having me. All right, mate. Good on you. There he is. The Profits Guru, beforeyoubet.com.au, beforeyoubet.com.au. Where do you want to go now? If you're running this, running this show, we'll, we'll take a little break, shall we? You're listening to Higher Ground Special NRL Finals Edition.